My name is Jimmy Davies, and I would like to welcome you to the Every Black Entrepreneur Show. We really try to bring you a lot of good information about entrepreneurship and financial literacy. And with me is my co-host, Mr. Ryan Ray. Good evening, Ryan. <laughs> good evening, Jimmy. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Uh, Ryan, just in case people don't know who you are, please tell them about yourself. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, again, my name is Ryan Ray, and I am uh, in the financial literacy space uh, where I really help people uh, develop the thinking and the mindset necessary to experience success financially. Um, and, uh, you know, we look around at the market today, you know, the numbers say a uh, majority of people, you know, are in debt. You know, we are slaves to debt. A portion of our income is just going right out of our pocket. We have no control of that. And so what we do is we help people understand financial uh, principles around how to, you know, be, get out of debt, eliminating those expenses, uh, and just putting yourself in a better position financially to be able to win so you can go out and accomplish your goals and dreams. And so um, that's where we're at, Jimmy, really just focusing on financial literacy, excited to be uh, in partnership with you here uh, because the entrepreneur side uh, is a big part of the whole equation. Uh, but financial literacy is the foundation, man. You've got to figure out how to, how to plug those holes in the bucket, as we say. Right. That's so important. And uh, what, what I've done with my background is more involved on the computer side and the entrepreneurship side where I've been in the computer field one way or the other for the last 30 years as a computer instructor. I used to go around the country teaching people how to use software, all types of software. And then mm -hmm. around uh, 15 years ago, I started specializing in database development, creating systems to help companies manage all kinds of information. But then what I wanted to do about three years ago, I said I really wanted to take what I had learned and create a system or create a website that helps African-American entrepreneurs. And then we use technology to promote them and their businesses. And we do it in a number of ways. One, we send out email blasts like each week to highlight the members and what they're doing. We're constantly mm -hmm. on social media promoting all of the members literally by the hour. We have a Tuesday evening call with all the members can call in and network with each other and get to know each other and do business with one another. And we also um, have a digital directory where the members are listed in the directory and that directory is downloaded and shared all throughout the web and a number of other things as well. But the bottom line is we try to take technology, the things I've learned, and make it, put it to use to help other businesses. But what Ryan and I has done, have done is we've come together to bring our literally decades of experience and knowledge to share with you on this show, the Every Black Entrepreneur Show, helping you to understand entrepreneurship and increasing your income, and the other is how to manage that income. And that's what Ryan really is good with, with uh, educating people about. So, Ryan, how do you, um, how do, you do that? Well, Jimmy, we have a really holistic, uh, very, very comprehensive um, financial literacy program where we teach people, again, those foundational principles uh, around money. You know, money seems to be this elusive thing that we just, you know, we call it the money thing, right, that we just can't seem to get our hands around. And so it's, it's, it's really because we haven't taken the time to learn, you know, what money is and the principles of money and true what economics is and how it affects us. And, you know, it's just been one of those things we just, we just kind of dibble and dabble with. You know, we spend probably 80% of our time chasing it, pursuing it, trying to, to put it in our pockets. 
uh, but we haven't taken a lot of time to learn to understand, you know, its use and how it works. And so through our program, you know, we teach those principles. Uh, we do it in three tiers, one being the defense, as you mentioned. It's how to develop the disciplines to spend less than you make, right? I mean, really financial fitness or financial, you know, security is a math problem. You know, if you can get more coming in and you got going out, you know, you can build wealth. And so we teach people to develop those disciplines to spend less than you make. And then, as you said, now how do you, you know, build yourself? You know, how do you develop skills so that you can become more valuable in the marketplace, maybe doing what you're currently doing, or maybe, you know, as you're teaching us, you know, pursue some type of entrepreneurial venture. Uh, and then the third component of that formula is really understanding, again, how money works, you know, why it's important to, to be in business ownership, you know, how, you know, money has uh, decreased in value over time, you know, how the banks and the Federal Reserve and just, just the whole system around money and finances. And when you truly begin to dig into that and understand how it works, you know, it, it'll, it'll shake you a little bit and you'll realize, man, I got to do something different. All right. And then tonight, Ryan's going to bring to you a brand new topic. So what, what will you be covering tonight? Tonight, Jimmy, it's funny. I was actually um, ran into a, uh, a millennial, a young guy, at one of my last workshops um, last month. And so we've been in communication, and, you know, he's been successful. Um, and he, uh, through my workshop, he just was awakened to this whole idea of, man, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm just spending way too much money. And, you know, he's a young kid, and he recognizes the need for financial literacy and getting in control of his finances. And so uh, he wanted to do a Facebook Live uh, the other day, which we did, out to his network, Went very well, man, and it just, you know, raised the point of, okay, here's an area that we don't talk about enough. And so what we're going to talk about is, um, you know, that, that millennial generation, really those kids coming out of high school, going into college, and just kind of do some comparisons, um, not, you know, no, no advising, but just do a little, have a conversation around the cost of college, you know, the return on investment of college, you know, and just what that whole picture looks like. And so um, that's, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. What we do also is that we always invite you, the listener, to give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. You can join our mailing list or you can text us. You can do that by texting us at 919-265-8045. Or also, if you want to email us, you can email myself at Jimmy, G-I-M-M-Y, at every.black, or Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at every.black. And then the other thing to mention is that we're often asked to speak at different events, conferences, workshops, whatever, seminars, on the topics of entrepreneurship or financial literacy. And so we welcome you to, uh, to ask us if we're able to accommodate. We'll be glad to do so. So I just want to mention that and remind you of that. So what we'll do now, we'll take a commercial break, a short break. We'll be right back. All right. When I was 25 years old, I was in a near-fatal car accident that moved me back home to Dunn, North Carolina. And so when moving back home to Dunn, uh, a friend of the family referred me to a guy who was having some success. And he said, Ryan, success is not something that you pursue. Success is something that you attract by the person you become. And so by that, I began to adopt this hunger and this just desire to become this better version of myself. And so I went from a 25-year-old kid who had never read a book to this kid who just started devouring books, finding people that knew more than me 
finding people that I could associate with who had the fruit on the tree that I desired. And it just started this journey of personal development, self-development, skillful living. The most rewarding thing about what I do is truly inspiring people to take ownership for their lives. You know, so many times when we look out here in the world, there's so much going on, so many distractions. And, and I'm excited when people leave one of my seminars and workshops and they say, you know what? I recognize that if it's to be, it's up to me. I have to take ownership for my own life and the results of it. I'm, I'm really fortunate to be able to talk to a wide variety of audiences, you know, from children um, to high school students, even to adults and families, because everybody wants better results in their lives but our results are the direct correlation to our behaviors. And our behaviors are based on our thinking. So you're never too young, you're never too old. It's not gender-based. Everybody needs to change the way they think so they can get better results in their lives. So I teach people, no matter what age, that if you start pursuing excellence in your life, imagine if you were just one point, one degree, better version of yourself than you are today, how much more successful could you be? Excellence to success. When you pursue excellence, you will capture success. This is Ryan Ray, and welcome back again to the Every Black Entrepreneur Radio Show uh, with my co-host, Jimmy Davies. Uh, man, just an honor, Doctor, just to be able to, to share this time with you and uh, share this information that I believe is life-changing to anyone who will not just listen, but then go out and, pl and apply it. You know, it's... Uh, it's one thing to hear the information. It's another thing to do it. And so um, we're delighted to be able to share this information with our listeners from many topics, helping you to be successful uh, as it relates to your business ownership, entrepreneurship, and your finances. And so, uh, you know, Jimmy, I just want to share, like I said early, the kind of uh, the prelude to, to what I want to share tonight, you know, around college. I often share, you know, when I do presentations that, you know, I went to you know, uh, predominantly small high school. You know, my 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 parents basically had manufacturing jobs, and so you know, I think they dabbled with some college, but didn't have a true college experience. And you know, there's really nobody in my family that could point and guide me beyond high school, really. And so when I got out of high school, um, well, as, as my senior year was coming to a close, um, you know, again, I, I knew that I didn't want to go out and get a regular job. You know, it just it didn't make sense to me at the time. I saw the results of that. Um, and although I had worked all through high school, so working wasn't an issue, but the results of that path, I, I didn't feel it was where I wanted to go. Um, then, of course, you know, military, right, wrong, indifferent, you know, I didn't feel like that was my path, so it left college. And so, you know, I went off to college, um, you know, and because I didn't have, I guess, a target, didn't have a direction going in, you know, I just kind of, you know, enjoyed college, if you will, for probably about four years and um, finally realized, man, I got to do something to get out of here, and I finally did you know, did my course load and graduated. But when I graduated, Jimmy, you know, I was just as confused as I was when I went in. Um, now, I say that to say that that was my story because I didn't have the guidance and the direction, the mentorship. Now, if someone has that leadership pointing them, coaching them in the right direction, you know, I just give an example so we can balance the, the scale here. My wife, on the other hand, you know, went to uh, college, um, graduated with college from college, went on and got her master's degree. She's been in a career field her whole 
uh, career basically, and she's been able to climb, you know, the corporate ladder. So I'm not saying this message isn't to knock it because it has right. absolutely worked for some. But right. she was focused. She knew where she was headed. She knew what she wanted to accomplish. She stayed on that path. I, on the other hand, had no idea, had no guidance in that direction. And so for me, college ended up being a five-and-a-half-year, $30,000 party, right? So I left with $30,000 in student loan debt. I left with another $10,000 in credit card debt. And so now here I am, you know, 23 years old, uh, and, here, and, you know, all right, go out into the world and begin your life. Well, right. that would be all right if I had a, a degree that I was excited about, you know, if I was going to be pursuing a career that, man, just made me, you know, delighted to get up in the morning and pursue, you know, I was going to be serving some cause or somebody. Um, and, and also ha if I had started off, you know, at zero, right, instead of a negative 40 grand. Right. Um, and so for me, it was almost like instead of starting at the starting line, I started way back. Um, and so I say that to say, again, to anyone that's out there considering, first and foremost, have a plan. You know, really take some time and think about, okay, these next four years of my life, will they produce for me the outcome or the return on that investment of time? You know, because we don't get those four years back of, of energy. You know, it's a lot of focus and commitment necessary. And then the resources, the money, you know. So for me, again, going into that $30,000 worth of debt, you know, I was blessed to get a, a, a decent job coming out of, of, of uh, college, but it wasn't in my career field. So, you know, a light bulb kind of goes off and say, okay, I could have still went down that path without the piece of paperwork that cost me 30 grand. Because here's the numbers. 54% of college graduates are either un- or underemployed. What does that mean? That means they're working in an industry that, does, that, that their degree does, is not necessary, right? Um, you know, I, I, I know people who waitressed through school or, you know, had a job through school, get their degree, and they have to go right back to that job because the marketplace dictates, you know, your, your, your availability or opportunity to, to get a job. And, right. and, and the thing about it today is that you're not only competing with the person that you're sitting next to in the classroom. You're not only competing with, you know, North Carolina or students in the United States. You're competing with the world. The world is flat. And so if you don't go into college with a plan of action to get the grades, to do the extracurricular activities, to develop leadership, you know, to, to build those relationships and those networks as we just talked about. you got to go in with a plan so that when you come out, you can get a true return on that investment and those four years. And now, Jimmy, you know, let's talk about cost a little bit. You know, how much would you guess? And, man, I, I loved I – would, I would ask this question if we were speaking live. And when we did the Facebook Live, we got some pretty interesting um, re responses. But what would you think that a Harvard – and I know Harvard is the top of the food chain, but just for numbers' sake, uh, what would you think the cost of Harvard – um, in 1958 for a one-year tuition, just tuition one year at Harvard 60 years ago. What would you guess? I have no idea, but I know it's a fraction of what it's going to be today. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> look at, but I, I, I really don't know. I, 
I just okay. join the dart at the dartboard. Absolutely, so. absolutely, yeah. And, and I was I was too until I did the research. So you know, and, and let me give some comparisons as I lay this out. So in 1958, and 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 I say this, although you know the topic is focusing on college, but my point is, guys, is that when we look at the investment of time and resources that we uh, that we make over the course of our lives. You know, here's what we have to consider. You know, the first thing is when, when we get paid, you know, we're exchanging time for money or we're exchanging a service for money, you know, or unless you're on the other side of that quadrant, you're a business owner with the system or an investor. We won't get into that today. But on average, the average American has about a third of their income, the way the taxes is set up, right, about a third of their income going out to, service, uh, or to pay taxes. If you're in debt, student loan debt, mortgage, cars, you know, the jet ski, you know, the beach home, whatever the case may be, if you've got debt piled up, on average, the average American has about a third of their income going out to service debt. So, you know, that's easy math. If we look at that, there's about a third of our income left. Well, that other third, Jimmy, that a lot of people don't take into account is sucked up by inflation. Inflation means the cost of living rises over time, every year it goes up, on average about 7%. If you look at the cost of something, it doubles about every 20 years, okay? So just for some comparison before I talk about get back to college, in 1958, a new house cost $12,000. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Think about that. A new car, $2,100. The average rent and I don't have, you know, details. I don't know what the square footage was, but the average rent, $95 a month. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> a movie ticket, $1. A gallon of gas, $0.24. Cent. A postage wow. stamp, put that in perspective, a postage stamp, $0.04. Cents. Okay? Now, I'm going to jump ahead 10 years. And if you are calculating those numbers to 1970, that's really 12 years, so give or take two years, a house is now 24000 It doubled, right? Mm -hmm. um, a car jumped up about 14000 to 3400 that, that dollar movie ticket jumped to $1.55. Gas jumped by $0.12. Cents. Uh, the stamp jumped by $0.02. Cents. Okay? Just putting it in perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, <clears throat> income in 1958, $4,650 a year, average income. Wow. Average income in 1970, $10,000, between 9 and 10 grand. All right, let's jump ahead. So college for Harvard, one-year tuition at Harvard in 1958 was $1,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Harvard tuition, nineteen fifty-eight, one thousand dollars a year. You could go to Harvard for four thousand dollars tuition back then. Yeah. Two thousand eighteen, one year tuition at Harvard, forty-six thousand mm. dollars. And that's one year. That's mm. one year. Oh, I went to school for four years and racked up about 10, 10 credit cards for the cost of one year of Harvard. Wow. So my point is, again, when we look at it, okay, the cost of college, now let's put that in perspective. So now a new house 60 years later from 12000 
the average house, and depending on the markets, and, and I'm even going to go lower than what my number is here, but let's just say if it's $200,000, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be hard to do much less than that. Um, if you're looking at anything, to, you know, 2,000 square feet, you know, you're going to be looking at least 200000 250000 A car, uh, the average car, again, and I'll lowball it. My number here is 58. That's the average cost because, you know, some are very expensive. But even if you looked at a $30,000 car, you know, 60 years later from a four, from a $2,000 car, right? right? That price of that car is, is times, you know, 25. Um, rent, average rent, 2018, I don't know where this, they found this at, but $1,000 versus $100 60 years ago. 60 years ago. So, and now I, I'll stop with this, a movie ticket, because you all know the gas prices. Movie ticket from a dollar 60 years later, $9 on average, if you look across America. So here's the yeah. point. <clears throat> the point is when you look at, again, so much of our income is going out to already pay taxes, to service debt. So now when you get, if so now if you don't have a plan to go into college, here's what the plan needs to be. And maybe you're a parent who has young, young children and you feel like college is going to be the pathway for them. If that's the case, start planning today because whatever college costs today, it is not going to be that when your child is 18, okay? Right. Uh, my wife and I are so blessed and privileged to be bringing a, a child into the, into the world uh, later this, well, next month. And, um, and, man, you talk about change in perspective. You think I was focused on finances before, Jimmy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we are so focused now because, guys, what we focus on grows, right? Most of us just ignore it, right, and just hope somehow it's going to get better. And so we got to start now preparing. Now, you know, just, I just say, you know, this would be a debate between my wife and I whether our child goes to college or not, and who knows in 18 years from now what that even looks like. Exactly. But you'll my point prepared. is whatever right. it looks like. Say it again. But you'll be prepared either way. That's the point. Either way, we'll be prepared. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so some of those preparations is, again, begin saving right? Find some strategic vehicles. You know, insurance vehicles are one of the best ways you can ever save money in a safe, secure method. It provides the death benefit. You can also have a savings attachment to that. Email me. We can share some more information with you about that. But begin preparing today. Save, right? Do your research. You know, Start getting a plan, a track. What, start to understand what your gifts are, what your skills are. What do you love to do? And if you're going to spend four years of your life learning something, it, it just makes sense to be something that you like to do, something that you're going to get up every day excited about. If you're going to make that investment of time, if you're going to make that investment of money, you ought to get up and love what you're doing. Okay? Now, yeah, I, I just want to share a couple, couple, couple of things. Yeah, that, go ahead. That go, came go, to mind. Yeah, just feel free to stop me, Jimmy, because, you know, I get rolling. <laughs> well, one thing is, I don't know if there was an old episode of the Bill Cosby show, and Theo, his son, decided he was grown enough now that he was going to get out there on his own and cover his own bills. And uh-huh. so uh, Bill uh, Cosby was like, well, it's going to cost you so much for rent. It's going to cost you so much for taxes or whatever. And Theo kept saying, well, I got it all covered. And Cosby said, well, you still got a problem. He <laughs> says, what? He says, you haven't eaten yet. <laughs> I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so that just, that just comes to mind. And then the other thing I had to relate, when I was in school and college, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. 
mm-hmm. but I, you know, I was of age and I, I knew I wanted to go to college. So my first year was kind of general studies, but the second year I started in the civil engineering land surveying program. And it wasn't that I was in love with land surveying. It was like, I got to do something here. And so I figured right. I'd give that a shot. Well, going into my senior year, I realized I don't really like land surveying. And so <laughs> I went to my counselor and um, uh, I went to my counselor and I said, look, I said, actually, I had one class. I didn't do well in the class. And I realized that I'm just not in love with this. And he says, well, you've got all this math. He says, why don't we switch over to the math program? And so I said, cool, I got to get out of here. So I switched over to the math program, not because I love math, but because I already had a lot of math, and it was the fastest way to graduate. That's not the plan I would recommend you take. So I would say think about it before you get into school, before you make that investment. Now, years mm-hmm. later, after school, I discovered computers, and then I got in. But that was, oh, my gosh. I think I was around nearly 30 years old before I really found what I really wanted to do. And, again, I've been yeah. at that for 30 years now. So I just had to put right. those two, two stories out there. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do it the yeah. way I did it. Uh, right. No, no, no. Discover your goals. Discover your passion. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a passion, your passion should be finding that passion. So there discover you go. your passion before you invest that time and money uh, Absolutely. In, in college. So Absolutely. why don't we Absolutely. take a, a short break, and if you want, yeah, let's do that. You can, can wrap up. So we'll take a short break okay. right now. We as a people have had to overcome slavery and secondly obtain our civil rights. But the third piece is economic equality. And I'm convinced that we can only achieve economic equality through entrepreneurship with the use of technology. My name is Jimmy Davies and that is why I created the Every.Black website for entrepreneurs. So visit us today at www.every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. Learn about entrepreneurship and be on your way to financial freedom. Just go to every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K, no dot com, no dot net, just every dot black, dot black is the new dot com. All right, this is Ryan Ray again, and welcome back to the Every Black Entrepreneur Show, uh, where my co-host, uh, Jimmy Davies, and myself are enjoying this conversation of our experiences, and that's what makes what we do, guys, so much fun, is that we just get to share from experience, you know, what's worked for us. It may or may not be your story, um, but it may provide some insight, just a thought that you may haven't considered uh, as you progress through life and this, this journey um, that's so exciting. And so, uh, Jimmy, thank you for sharing, man. You know, I was much the same except um, I was the kid that thought I knew everything, so I didn't go see my guidance counselor until I realized four years later, well, how do I get out of here? Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, just, just like I love what you just said, you know, if you don't know your passion, your passion should be to find out what your passion is. Uh, because, you know, before you know it, man, you know, like high school, right? We go to high school, we're excited as freshmen, and we feel like those four years are going to take forever, right? But next thing you know, it's time for the senior prom and graduation. And college is much the same, except for college, you don't get another four-year window to play around. You know, when you get out of college, you know, for some, you know, I know some have the privilege of maybe, you know, being taken care of a little longer. 
But I know for me that wasn't an option. You know, when I graduated college, it was, it, was, it was make it or break it time. You know, I had to really go out there and figure it out. And so, you know, I went into sales. And so college was an experience that taught me a lot about life. And so there again, this isn't a knock against college. Education is important. But for me, I think college really gave me more of a self-education. I didn't get a lot of the book education out of it because I, I wasn't the best student. But I learned a lot about life. I learned a lot about myself. You know, I did begin to, to, to um, pursue what my passion was and trying to understand that. I, got an, uh, I began to find a love for, for sales and for, for people. You know, although growing up I was labeled the introvert, kind of still am, but I also realized that if I wanted to have the lifestyle I wanted, then I knew it was going to take rela building relationships. I knew it was going to take building a network. And, you know, <clears throat> it's funny, Jimmy, yeah, I'll share this quick story. You know, in college, you know, part of the reason it took so long was because if a, if a syllabus had public speaking listed on it, I would mm -hmm. drop the class because wow. I was afraid uh, of the whole idea of public speaking. And so I avoided it. And now, look, today it's, it's what I do. Be right. I'm on the radio every week. You know, I'm in front of an audience probably a couple times a week doing some type of presentation or, you know, public speaking uh, opportunity. And so I discovered that. Uh, and so, again, I want to just hopefully in inspire someone, empower someone to, to, yeah, it's okay, man, begin to pursue your goals and dreams. If college is for you and that's the path that you feel like you need to go down in order to live the life that you want to live, man, go with it, go for it, but have a plan. Begin now developing that plan. Begin to save money. You know, make that investment early so that you don't have to end up starting in the hole like I and 66% of college students do. You know, 66% of college students, public school uh, college graduates graduate with debt. It's, it's higher in private institutions because it's more expensive. 88% of students they graduate from public and private institutions have student loan debt. So not only do you have to go out and get an apartment, we just talked about that average being $1,000. You got to get a car, you know, you got to eat like, you know, unlike Theo, he wasn't going to eat, <laughs> uh, but you got to eat, right? You got to pay the utilities, but then now you also got this couple hundred dollars student loan payment that you got to pay. And so, again, it's not that, that you, you, you may have to take that path, but my point is go, at least go into it knowing and go into it with a plan and try to reduce that burden as much as you can. And then the other side of that, and I, I just want to share this, is, you know, uh, one of the guys that I study, Warren Buffett, very successful guy at some point. He's, a, you know, second, third wealthiest man in the world. He was talking to a group of college graduates. You know, they're on their way out. And, and the, the, the professor says, Mr. Buffett, if you could share a couple of things with these students, what they need to do to be successful, uh, what would that be? And Mr. Buffett said, you know what? The first and foremost is to avoid debt. He said, run from it, stay away from it, avoid it at all costs. Now, Mr. Buffett owns credit card companies. Right? <laughs> he invests in credit card companies. But he's telling you, avoid debt. Stay out of it. It will suck the life and productive capacity out of you. So that's the first hint coming from one of the wealthiest people in the world is to avoid debt, stay away from it, avoid it at all costs. The second thing he said was invest in yourself. 
He said, you are your biggest investment. He said, how many of you, if I was to write you a check right now for $100,000 for 10% of your productive capacity would do that? And a few students raised their hands, and he said, what you're telling me is that you feel like you're worth uh, a half a million dollars. And he said, what I want to encourage you is that, he said, I went to college, I have two degrees, and I couldn't tell you where they are. He said, I haven't used them. He said, but I got a public speaking degree from Dale Carnegie, and it's hanging on the wall in my office. It cost me 100 bucks." He said, and that degree has earned me more money than any other degree that I've ever gotten. And he wow. said, and I said, I make that point because um, whenever I was, you know, graduated college and started getting mentorship and understood that I have to do public speaking, what Warren Buffett said is that until you're able to effectively communicate your message, you'll always live below your means. And I knew what living below my means felt like, and I did like it. And so I just embraced this whole idea of learning to share my message. And when Warren Buffett left that group of college kids, he said, now that you've got an education, he said, now that you've got a degree, go out and get yourself a real education. And what he meant by that was a self-education. And what I want to encourage you out there today, parents, you know, children, students, old, young, doesn't matter where you are, begin to educate yourself. Develop the habits of reading. Find workshops that you can attend on whatever topic it might be related to finances to help discover your passion. Put yourself in the room with other like-minded people who know more than you, who can give you some counsel, who can give you some inspiration to go out and pursue your goals and dreams. And when you really begin to unlock that box, Man, life takes on another different path. And so um, just, just, get the note, just get the information. Get the facts. Get the information and make decisions accordingly. But just like networking, be intentional with the decisions that you're going to make as it relates to your career, be it college, job, you know, relationships, whatever that looks like for you. Oh, that's, that's a great message, great message. And I think one of the things is you're quoting Warren Buffett, is uh, it just came to mind is if you want to be successful at anything, follow those, learn about from those that have already done it. You know, that, yes. that's what you're doing. That's the information you're sharing yes. is from someone that's already done it. And I don't think yeah. anybody can, can argue with the fact that Warren Buffett hasn't done it. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's that's uh, I mean, follow success. I mean, like that's like that's the shortcut to the shortcut, right? There's two ways we learn through experiences of others and then through our own experiences. The shortcut is to learn through experiences of others, but you got to seek that information. Um, right. So yeah, you're absolutely right, Jimmy. I mean, that's that's the focus. Great message for the night. Uh, we're gonna take another short break. When we come right back, we'll um, we'll wrap up. All right, looking forward to it. The Dr. Joel Dudley Senior Legacy Project is currently underway to document the legacy and lifetime impact of this legendary businessman, hair care entrepreneur, and humanitarian. Tune in to hear the stories of how one man trained, mentored, and impacted the lives of thousands. Visit www.patreon.com slash Sr. and be inspired to walk by faith and make your own dreams come true. The Dr. Joel Dudley Senior Legacy Project is sponsored by Every Dot Black. No.net and no.com. Just every dot black. Dot black is the new dot com. 
All right, well, welcome back one more time to the Every Black Entrepreneur Radio Show again with my amazing co-host, Mr. Jimmy Davies, buddy. Thank you so much, man, again, for the opportunity, all that you're doing to support the entrepreneurs out there. Uh, it's just a, such an important industry. It's such an important space. And, guys, it's important that we be successful. And our best opportunity to be successful is to, to seek better information, better relationships. So, again, please email us. Contact us um, at 919-265-8045 or text us at that number or email us at jimmy at every.black or myself at ryan at every.black. We'd love to answer any questions, support you, come out and speak with you, however we can help you to win in this financial and entrepreneurship game. So uh, thank you so much for joining us again tonight. Uh, and, Jimmy, I'll let you close us out, buddy. Sure. appreciate it. Like I said, really a lot of good information tonight. Uh, I hope a lot of people out there are listening. I'm sure they are. And really take it to heart what we'll share it with you tonight. So I just want to say thanks, Ryan, for bringing that good message. And again, I encourage everyone to, uh, to let us know what you think, especially our international listeners. I know we've got listeners from around the globe. Uh, so we really would love to hear from you. And with that being said, I'm just going to say tune in next week.